The information provided is not a substitute for legal and other professional advice where the facts and circumstances warrant. People should always consult their own legal or other professional advisors and discuss the facts and circumstances that apply to their specific circumstances. The information shared on Ask the Landlord is for educational purposes only. Hello, everyone, and we're back with another episode of Ask the Landlord with our favorite landlord, Albert Dweck. I'm Melissa. I'm one of Albert's producers and a former New York City, Pittsburgh, Lafayette, Louisiana, and Washington, D.C. renter. And together, we're going to be asking this landlord some questions. If you have a question for Albert that you want us to answer on the podcast, leave a voicemail on the Ask the Landlord hotline. That number is 646-580-3015. Today, Albert, my question is is a bit of a stretch, and I'm very curious. I've never looked it up, but I want to know, has anyone ever rented to own an apartment like people do for their cars? Absolutely. That's a great question, Melissa. So the first thing is it has to be a situation where it's possible, right? Mm -hmm. So it has to be a kind of property that can be conveyed to a person. So it's less likely, I'm not going to say impossible, but less likely in an apartment building, let's say where there's, you know, 10 apartments and you're living in one of the apartments, you know, that it's an apartment building uh, legally. And you're, you know, it's not likely that you're going to be able to buy your unit in an apartment building that's not converted to condominiums without it being converted to condominiums. Although that is possible, right? So it's more likely to happen in a unit when there's like you're renting a condominium from somebody or a home. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's say that there's a landlord that has a condominium apartment and they're renting it and they live out of town, you know, and you're renting it from them. And it's like, oh, there are lease purchase options. Like when you lease an apartment from an owner, you know, it's a good time to say, hey, what's you could say as a as a resident to the owner said, listen, I'm looking at this thing and I really like it. And would there be an option for me to purchase that from you? Like, is that something you'd possibly be interested in selling one day? Right. And the owner may say yes or no, you know, and then you can you could actually make a deal with the owner and say, listen, you know, you want two thousand dollars a month in rent. Um can or you know whatever number you come up with can we apply some of that towards a purchase if i do purchase one day and we could set a price now has this been done yes absolutely wow. all, all the time and and another thing you could do is and i'm not i'm bringing up another so so i don't want to i don't want to go too quickly but you can go to your owner and say listen why don't we set a price that which you'll sell me the property if i like it or time period and some of we can make some of the rent that I'm paying go towards the down payment which would be helpful to mm-hmm. the renter right um and you maybe you could raise the rent uh to have some of the rent go towards a deposit mm-hmm. you know so that at least you know your rent is not just going to away from you and that you're creating some equity with that if you want um, so that's certainly an idea. Another idea which we've seen is 
let's say you really love the place and the person who owns it is selling or not selling, you know, but should they decide to change their mind in the future? Let's say they're not selling, right? Let's say you're in their condominium unit and they live somewhere else and you like it. And and you're like, listen, you're not selling. You don't want to sell. I get it. But one day, if you want to sell, I want, I would appreciate that if you would offer it to me first. And that's called officially a right of first refusal. Right of first refusal. So you, and that's something you could add to your lease. You could say to, and they, they might not even be a price. Mm-hmm. So you could say to the to the to the owner, look, if you're not selling, that's fine, and I'm going to pay rent. But if you intend to sell, or if you're going to sell, and you could put this in writing that the guy has a contract with you where he has to give you a chance to buy it at the terms that he is selling it at. Ooh, before it hits the market, before anything. It, now you can get more detailed than that. In that to your to your point, you could say, "I here's how we're going to set the market price." Like, how would you set the market price? Right? It's very hard. No, no, it's not that hard. Oh, right. You you agree on the mechanism to do that. Mm-hmm. So you would say, "Okay, we're going to hire three uh, real estate agents or brokers to evaluate the property and say what it's worth, or an appraiser, and then whatever the appraiser says." Or the multiple appraisers say that's how we're going to come up with the with the value. But what if you buy it in like four years from now? I, I'm with you. You do that in four years from now, right? Okay, because the price will change every day. Right. This is on in the case of a right of first refusal and trying okay. to determine trying to determine a value. Then you could also do this with a, a purchase option without a right of first refusal. You could say, "Listen, I'm, I'd like to contribute to some of my rent." to an option to buy and we're going to, we don't know the price now. We know it's in this range, but we're going to set the price in four years from now, or you're going to set the price today, or you're going to set the price next year, or you're going to update the, whenever. The point is you have some plan of how you're going to come to the value. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. So, so, and you could do that by going to market. You could say to the guy, listen, uh, you know, this happens, right? Let's say the apartment is worth $500,000, right? And you're paying rent and you, you think, and the, and the owner thinks it's worth 750,000, right? And you have a right of first refusal and you tell the guy, listen, I, I think it's worth 500,000. It is worth 500,000. But if you want 750,000, go sell it, go try to sell it. And if someone real bona fide uh, a buyer wants to buy it, give me the contract. And, and you know that before that the person has to execute on the contract, I have a right to match the price and terms. So, I mean, the, there's no harm to the seller in that situation because they're still getting the most for that apart, for that not unit. Necessarily, not, not necessarily, right. So, so, so this is where when you're speaking to your landlord or the property owner, you could make a deal. You could say, listen, I might want to buy it one day. Could we include something where, you know, I have a chance to buy it and we do that in writing. So that's a contract that you have as opposed to, and it has to be in writing because real estate 
contracts regarding sales have to be in writing. So that is something you want to have so that you could enforce that. Because there have been there have been situations where people have a right of first refusal and then have not been given that opportunity to exercise. Would this be before you sign the lease? Or you think it's yeah. like once you've been living there for a year at a lease renewal or something like that? You could do both. You could do you could do either one, mm-hmm. but obviously uh either one or both. Uh, you know, uh as long as you get it in writing, that's the most most important thing. And then hopefully in this conversation it's helpful in that you're you know, I'm I'm informing some of the details on how you would come up with the price or what the mechanism would be for triggering that or how the process would go. And it's been done before. Could this yeah. like turn on this on the renter in a situation where they did include that in their lease to that the option to buy, but then they change their mind and there's like, I don't want it anymore. I just feel like renting. Could the land so- could the landlord hold it to them? No, unless there was, unless there was a, so right. So now you're distinguishing, I'm Um, with you. Right. You're distinguishing a lease from an installment contract. Mm -hmm. So, so, okay, good. So a lease is like, I'm renting the property. Right. A lease with an option to buy is I'm renting the property. And if I want to buy it, I could buy it at some mechanism. Okay. Mm -hmm. But then there's also an installment contract. You know, you could say to the to the, and you can make these deals. You could say to the landlord or the owner, say, "Listen, I'm going to buy your property, but I'm going to pay you over time for it and live there while I do." That's a deal. You know, that's. And then if you can't execute, you know, you lose the the money that you put in. Like you could buy, you could say, "I'm going to buy." You know, Melissa, let's say you have a house and you and I'm going to rent. I'm going to. I want to buy it from you, but I can't afford to buy it today, right? And you and I make a deal where I buy the property today and I'm going to pay you over time. Mm -hmm. So if I make the payments as agreed, then I own it at the end of the payments. But if I don't, what happens? You just lose that money. Right. I lose the money. Well, so it's just renting. (laughs) Right. So then it's just renting. So that's another way to structure it. I really think this is one of my favorite episodes because if you don't ask, you don't get, right? And I just think this is some an option like I would never have thought of living in New York as like a 23-year-old back then. But I think it's a really good like why not? What if you're in 10 years you excel and you you're in this apartment you love and you want to do it? I think I think it's a great idea. I would do it. Yeah. We <laughs> did that we did that with some with a place. Huh. Where we lived and it's uh I mean we've had the conversations with the owner and you know, I think it's in the context and in the thinking that we have here at Ask the Landlord, it's like uh, have a good communication with your owner right. so that you both understand each other, that you're you're, you're looking to help each other um, live a good life and get along. And, you know, you could tell the guy, listen, I really love living here and I'd like to buy it one day if that makes sense. Um, can we discuss that? Can we work out something where there's some circumstance in which I can buy it? You know, that's a, that's... You know, I imagine that if you think that way, it's it's doable and it has happened. Um, wow, I've done that, and it's uh, it's uh, it's a great it's a great tool to have in your toolbox to you know as you're thinking about your future. Uh, again, it depends on how you think about that, what your what your the length of how you think about it, where you're living, uh, your owner, what their what their 
concerned about. And those are great things to have a discussion about. And I think that makes you um, a better landlord, a better resident, a better relationship between the two. Uh, so it's a great, great place to have a conversation. All right. I was just going to say to end on that, it shows that the renter is invested in the property. They're going to take care of it. And it's just, they have more skin in the game in that regard. Very, very much so. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Very interesting. Thank you yes. so much, Albert. That was very insightful and I really enjoyed your answer. So thank you. Thank you. And again, if you have a question for Albert, leave us a voicemail on the Ask the Landlord hotline and we'll answer it right here on the podcast. That number is 646-580-3015. Thank you so much, Albert. Thank you. For more episodes, please subscribe to Ask the Landlord on your favorite podcast platform. We'd appreciate it if you left a review on Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch the show, check out our Ask the Landlord YouTube channel. If you have a question for Albert, feel free to contact him on Instagram at Ask the Landlord and check out his TikTok at Ask the Landlord. Bridging the gap between landlords and tenants, this has been Ask the Landlord. Thanks for listening.